I'm Arnold. And I'm Pidge. And welcome to Couple Skate. Um, I was just in your bathroom. Mm. And, oh, great. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing a bodysuit from my thinner days, from pre-COVID, a pre-COVID bodysuit. And I unsnapped it, as you do, to go to the bathroom. And then afterward, I was trying to get it re-snapped, and I almost had to call one of you in for a little assistance. I was like, and you have... Um, you know, some like some stuff on the counter there. And as I was bent over trying to get it snapped, there was something that said squeezable tube. <laughs> and I was like, that's me. I am a squeezable tube. That bathroom is uh, one that Dave added. Well, it was before a, like a toilet and a sink. And now it has a shower, but it's still like the world's tiniest bathroom. Yeah. yeah. And um, so it's quite hard to do anything in there frequently like i get out of the shower and i want to put lotion on but like finding a tiny little corner on this the corner cabinet yeah and like where to put how my even leg. would you i'm picturing i'm like you have to have like the toilet paper roll on your butt and your leg up on the sink and you'd you have like you literally have like this much room to maneuver yeah and i'm trying to get my body suit snapped and i'm like uh-huh. And that's the bathroom we use. That's our everyday bathroom. But I did say to Dave the other day, like, you know, this is a guest bath is yeah. what this is. This is a bathroom for infrequent use. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was your bathroom. <laughs> um, every time I use it, I'm always like, what a tiny little bathroom. But uh, now well, I know. So we had remod we're remodeling and we'll be remodeling our house for the next five years. And we gave Bodie the big bedroom with the other bathroom because Dave was going to build us this master with a bath and then once he actually built or you know got it framed in we were like oh my gosh this is actually a really small room mm-hmm. and the bathroom is really small and so the the plan is that eventually Bodie will move out and that will become a master bedroom with a master bath but we, because we had set it up that way initially and like... So Bodhi's just over there living like a Bodhi's king and you're, you're like, like I don't have room to put lotion <laughs> and on. And I swear like once a week, <laughs> I'm like, we should just make him move out of there. But it's because it was the, you know, it's got brand new carpet. It's got brand new paint. Like it's, I picked out the tile. Like it's the newest thing in the house. And so it's the nicest thing in the house. So Only obviously you give it to everything. a teenage boy. <laughs> no, no, no. Our bathroom. Oh, yours? Okay. Now. Okay. This yeah. is crap. Yeah. Oh. This is total crap. His bathroom is terrible. <laughs> so it is really cute in there. It is it is just, you know, trying to snap a bodysuit or put some lotion on yeah. is a real circus act. It's a guest so. bath. Yeah. It's a guest <laughs> bath. <laughs> Um, yeah, not for bodysuits or, or or lotion. Nope. <laughs> um, so last time we were here, we had to cut it short yeah. because we had dropped Chip off, off the, at the vet. He was very, very sick. And we got a call basically saying, come get your dead dog. Right. Mid-podcast. Mid-podcast. So we had to go. And, um, and before that, I had been... Alex had been crying already for about a day, but I had been pretty optimistic um, and was like, I think he'll be okay. He's a little under the weather. And then we got a call and the vet was like, no, your do- your dog is going to die. So we went to go get him. It was a dark day. I yeah. cannot even believe that the uh, situation has progressed to where we are now because yeah. I thought for sure when Alex got off of that phone call and we were sitting there and we were like, we're going to have to wrap it up. I was like, yeah that's the end yeah that's the end phone call 
I was still like kind of okay. Like we went to the vet and we were sitting there and I was still kind of like, well, we'll see what they say. And then the vet came out and she was like, okay, you can just take him home. Do you have any questions? And I was like, oh, like take him home to die. And then we both just started crying and um, and then we took him home and that night, I mean, he was completely limp, couldn't lift his head. His eyes were cloudy. He was breathing really erratically and we just cried all night and um i had the kids say goodbye i stayed up with him like most of the night like listening to him and the vet had said you know if he makes it through the night you can bring him back in in the morning we can give him some fluids i mean and that you could in that way they were, they were like we're just kind of letting you feel like you're doing something but you're not really so in the morning he was still alive we took him back to get fluids and when we picked him up i was like i don't want to say I'm ridiculous but he seems a little better and um he went back the next morning for fluids and see, seemed still, again, like a little better. And when we went to pick him up from the the, vet, the third day, she was like, yeah, we had to um, separate him from the other dogs because he was causing such a ruckus and we had to put him in the naughty room because <laughs> he was barking so much and getting everybody all riled up. So uh, by, when we picked him up the third day, he was literally like, hey, guys, what's been happening? And he was like so peppy. And babe, will you grab him so he can wave? Um, he is, he has been doing so good. Oh, he's right, he's right here. here. He bring him so he can give a little wave. He is completely better. Um, I can't Chip, believe, I mean, fans. Chip hasn't even been to visit. Watch out for that glass right there. Is he, <laughs> you're putting his butt, <laughs> butt in your glass. Um, but he's completely better and he's running around. He went for a hike in the foothills with us. I mean, he mostly I got backpacked, but even he's still it. like. Having been the owner of many a dog that's died. Yeah. I'm familiar with the, the. You know, yeah, the, the progression. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, God, he's going to die. He's going to die. He's going to die. And he did not die. He yeah. totally rallied. He's completely fine. And so. But they still don't know. Like, no. The, and wrong. like the vet, I took him. So his, uh, they think he got poisoned. We have no idea by what. She thinks maybe a mouse that got poisoned got into our yard and he ate it, which is very chip. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, oh, something terrible. I'm going to eat it. But. He's completely fine. And I took him in yesterday um, to go get his levels checked again. And they said his liver is completely fine. Everything is fine. I'm so... Did you hurt yourself with Chip? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. no you don't want to oh, yeah. Oh, right down on the oh, ow, ow. Oh, oh that's... <laughs> shins are the worst. Shins are... <laughs> this little pain dance you're doing. I wish it was on camera. Uh, it's very amazing real river dance um but he's fine and the vet was like i'm shocked he's 18 for him to live through like a traumatic liver event is completely astounding she did not think he was gonna make it and so yeah we've been just like all cheer over the arnold satterley household because he's like alive and he's 18 and i'm like how and we just get like more time with him which part of the reason i was like so sad is he and beverly are like best friends and um, I was like, oh, I mean, I know he's not going to live forever, but I was kind of hoping he'd get a little more time. I mean, he's been like romping around with her like a puppy and he's got so much energy and he's, yeah, now he's great. So uh, I'm glad that this is the part two to the part one of the podcast is he lived. <laughs> it's an <laughs> Easter miracle. He's alive. He has Yay, risen. I'm so excited for Chip. Yeah. He's yeah, doing we, great. I was so happy that like every day I was texting you like, oh, no. Oh no, yeah. what's gonna what's she gonna say? And then you're like, he drank a little chicken broth. Yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, 
<laughs> I know everybody. I had so many. Actually, it was very sweet because you know because he's been on a lot of our game nights for the Patreon and has made a lot of appearances and stuff. And so he has like a lot of fans. And so pe- a lot of people were messaging me like, "What? What's it seem like?" And I was telling people like, "Well, he had a tiny bite of chicken today," you know. And um, I think everybody is pretty thrilled that that Chip gets a little more time. So. Uh, quite the reprieve and that was but that was like our whole week and you know how it is like we were just pretty consumed by that like a lot of other terrible things are happening in the world but like when your dog is dying you're just sort of like honed in on that and um, and then like the day after he got better uh, we got a message from the rescue people that are like oh you have to spay Beverly tomorrow right now you're tomorrow if you want to adopt her you have to go get her spayed and we were like oh we were waiting a little longer hopefully because like she's so young you're not supposed to do it before their first heat and they were like if you want her you better spay her now so we had to like run her in and like deal with that it's just never ending with pets it's just it's like a whole it's a constant thing so yeah i had to take chap to the vet again because he has herpes he has a herpes virus in his mouth that's like uh he'll have it his whole life and uh his teeth fall out and it's really painful for him and so last year we took half of his teeth out and then i thought i was going into this appointment where they were going to tell me that we have to take the rest of his teeth out but instead this time they said like well we don't know if it's going to improve the uh, infection because it's still infected where they took the teeth out. So they're like, so we'll just like give them antibiotics. <laughs> like, okay. okay, all right. <laughs> so I was like, sure, that'll save me a fifteen hundred dollars. Great. What is she eating? All right, Chip, you just almost died. So don't be eating mystery <laughs> yard things. God, death wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's like I was non-stop, thinking though. like. This is the first time, I mean, Cirque is not a puppy, but he's not old. And I was like, this is the first time in maybe 20 years when I haven't had an elderly pet. Yeah. Like both of my pets are under seven. Yeah. It feels really weird. I know. I, because I'm used to being like worried, like, where is that dog? What's he, what's doing? he doing? How's his breathing? Is he, <laughs> is eating? he eating okay? Yeah. Do we need to change his food? Where's the vet appointment? Like, I don't have that right now. It feels really weird. Yeah. And I feel I was almost like, well, maybe I need to go get another elderly pet. And then I was like, why don't you just give yourself a minute? Yeah. Why don't you just relax? <laughs> okay. Just enjoy the young pets that you have for one moment. Yeah. Because it is so stressful. I mean, you know, I know he's 18 and I know... I had a friend who uh, I love his two little dachshunds and um, one of them just died. And he was saying like, it doesn't matter how old they get. They could be they could be 35. You know, they could be any age. It's so hard to lose a pet. And like, uh, you know, I and if they are old, if they are 18, if they are 21, if they are 15, you're like. You feel like you're living on bar. They're living on borrowed yeah, time yeah. because everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, it's so old," and it's like, "Yeah, I know." So you can't not think of them constantly about yeah. you know when is it going to come to pass that yeah. they pass. And with Chip, like this is not the first time Chip has almost died, and we've said goodbye to yeah, him because he ate something weird. Yeah. You know, like he's done this. It was like four times. Uh, or, the, you know, maybe it was pancreatitis. What Maybe it was something else. But, like, he's done this before. So every time it's like you think it's the end and you're trying to be reasonable and you say goodbye. And then he lives. Even though the kids were like, see, this is why it's kind of hard to take you seriously. When you tell us we have to say goodbye to Chip is, like, every time he lives. So it's 
it's kind of getting a little absurd. I was like, well, but the next time you guys could probably be the one. My but- theory is that he's he's undead. Yeah. And so he's, he's just in like he's going through various states of decay. Yeah, and, and he you're smells picking that up way. on it. <laughs> you're like, but he practice. actually did die the first time this happened. Yeah. So now he's, he's just going to be undead forever. Uh, which should be cool. Reasonable. You yeah. know, I as long as he sticks around, I uh, I do just love him. Oh my gosh! And here's a funny thing we found out because so we this is so I realize this is such a, like a cheesy privileged person thing to do, but we did a DNA test for him. Like a, like a year ago, Alex got me one for Christmas. And, um, you know, we found out he's half dachshund, half every other kind of dog, which was fun. Well, I got an email from them a couple days ago that was like, hey, we found a bunch of relatives <laughs> of Chip. <laughs> and he is from San Luis Obispo, which is really funny because I got married in San Luis Obispo. Wow. I used to live in Morro Bay. He's a Cali dog. He's a Cali dog. <laughs> so he's from San Luis Obispo, which is the town I was married in and lived uh, when I was very young. Um, but you got him here. But I got him here. Wow. Yeah, but he's from San Luis Obispo. And he has oh. relatives all over San Luis Obispo. Oh. And I was like, that. And they're all these like funny little dachshunds and just the funniest little dogs. So, wow, I didn't um, realize they did the uh, the testing and they did the tracing. Yeah, I didn't either. We just wanted to know what he was because we've always been like, he's such a strange little man. But um, yeah, so that was kind of fun. He's got cousins and he's got a couple of aunts down there. And, you know, he's got family. I'd like to do that with Cirque. Although I've heard just mostly from everybody that it comes back just totally random. And everybody's like 20 different kinds. Every dog's like 20 different kinds of dog. Yeah, I mean, it could be complete. Like they say that the human ones are fairly bullshit. So I'm sure the dog ones are completely <laughs> bullshit, but I still, I just, I like to know. I like to know. It was nice to know. So, and apparently other people are getting it done too. Cause all these other dachshund mixes are like, this is Chip's grandma. Here's his great grandma. We're like, oh, this is so cool. It's very fun. Yeah. I really like that. And I, you know, there, there's been a lot of, um, genetic snobbery with, uh, purebred mm-hmm. pets for many, many, many years, decades hundreds of years probably so it's nice to be to maybe have a little bit of that insight into um their genetics yeah especially when it's very clear that mutts live way longer and are way healthier you know in general Well, like, which is uh, they they finally added in one of the major dog shows they added a like a mutt category did they really that's and great I was like that is the best category that yeah. is a category where it's like you know they usually put up all the bichon frises you know? <laughs> <laughs> i could listen to you say that word all day <laughs> and then instead they have this like this motley crew i think yeah. that was oh. Oh, that's I would so much rather watch the mutt um, segment yeah. of the dog show. Show me a beagle bulldog, mix. right? Yeah, you know, I, that's me too. I love a good mutt. Well, and we just got one. They asked us to the rescue place. Ask us to do one for Beverly because they're having a hard time um, rescuing out. What are you? What are they finding out there? Something delicious right there. I went, did you bury oh a pet gosh. there? What's no. going on? <laughs> well, we do have, who knows, our yard's like your yard. You know, it was like yeah. the same people lived here for 50 years and planted Beverly. things and Maybe moved she's things. At it again. And you can go put her. I wonder right. if it's just like. Trouble. Some kind of, you know, sometimes they eat um, fertilizer, like if it has bone meal mm-hmm. or something. Something tasty right there. Yeah. She's she's into it now. Cirque's like, what are you finding? There's a pot right there. You could move a pot over it, or something. I don't know. They've um, never been there before. Well, 
It, so welcome back, Chip. Welcome back, Chip. And uh, but it's weird because we've just had kind of a like. I feel like every. In fact, we should just have it be the tagline of this um, of this podcast. The is pet I, report? I, just the pet <laughs> report. No, I was going to say that every. Like, I feel like every time one of us is like, it's been a pretty rough week. <laughs> and but we say that every, every two weeks, one of yeah. us has had. But it was Since like this 2015. Yeah, yeah. It's always like, well, how you doing? Ah, it's been a pretty rough week. Yeah. And it's always like one of us is like, oh, no, actually, mine was pretty good. And the other person's like, I don't know, man, I everything really fell apart for me. And that's where I felt like this last couple of weeks, like I had a really bad flare up last week uh, of my chronic illness, which I haven't had for a while. And I felt pretty good. But last week I was a mess and really sick. And today I feel great. And which is the funny thing about it is like I'll have like four or five really rough days and then get better and feel fine. So that's at least going my way. Um, and I also, um, I got sexually harassed. Okay, I got sexually harassed by, I had to go get my emissions test done. Leading, and it was due in January. And um, I was procrastinating and I kept putting it off and putting it off. And leading up to doing it, I was like, God, it's so weird. I have so much anxiety over this small, very stupid task, right? It's very like simple, it takes 15 minutes. And I was kind of berating myself for like, you know, being lazy, being a procrastinator. Um, and then I went and the guy sexually harassed me and condescended to me and was so like obnoxious that I was like, oh, that's right. This is one of those things that because of COVID I forgot is unbearable mm -hmm. every single time. And then it was funny. No, you can just stay in your car, ma'am, while I like come in and rifle around by your uh, short skirt. Yeah. And yeah. um, and like snake my snake, my creepy long fingernailed hand across your thigh, putting stuff in. And yeah. And he did the full it was like the full racket where there was a truck in front of me um like an older model ford and like an old guy in a cowboy hat and i could hear my window was down so i could hear him being completely friendly and normal to this guy laughing with him and talking with him then i pull up and it was like it was like a switch flipped like i watched his face change and i watched him go from smiling to immediately like weirdly low level teeth gritty mad and like annoyed and also just like immediately very condescending and he was like just stay in your car and i was like okay and he did the whole thing like you said he he reached under my legs and grabbed my phone charger pulled it this way and goes what the hell is this and i was like it's a phone charger and he goes i've never seen one of these before and i was like you've never seen a phone charger and he was like not one like this and i was like i mean it's for an iphone he goes oh you're one of those and i was like I have an iPhone. I mean, it's the first one I've ever owned and I got it for free. Uh, also, what business is it of yours at all? Yeah, yeah. I was like- Who cares? And also, who cares? Half the half of everybody has I also wear iPhone. sneakers. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he did the whole, you know, like- <sighs> Yeah, he, that's I, definitely he, happened to me before. He goes, I'll pop your guys. hood because you probably don't know where it's at. And I was like, I definitely know where it's at. But it's weird because it's one of those situations where you're captive. Mm -hmm. My thing was late. I was supposed to get it done in January. He chewed me out about that. He was like, oh, you're supposed to get this done in January. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna have to charge you the $5 fee. And I was like, that's fine. I, I should have gotten it done. I was just busy. And he was like, could have gotten it done in January. Could have gotten it done in February. And I was like, yep, could have. But instead I paid five bucks. And he was so, and then he was like driving a Mazda makes sense. 
And I was like, what? And he was like, Japanese car, got an iPhone. I was like, I have a 2008 Mazda <laughs> that like is three boy filthy. Like, it's not like I, I'm like, I don't know like who you think I am and why you're so angry about it. But like, he was so shitty and creepy to me the whole time. And like weirdly flirty, but also condescending like that weird mix, right? Of like mm-hmm. older guy sexism of like, I'm mad. Sexism with a little, with a side of racism. Yeah. With a side of like um, classism. And yeah. this is why it's like, I was thinking about that when I went and took a shower today when Dave wasn't home and I locked the door and I was like, if men only knew. <laughs> like every day the things that we do so that we're not in a position and you you have to go get your car emissions done mm-hmm. i have to take a shower and yet there's all these little things that could potentially infringe upon my person it's crazy yeah yeah and i you know i'm not unaware that my car could maybe not pass the uh emissions test so i also being, like 75 percent of the cars in our town couldn't i mean yeah. it's not like what what does that have to do with anything so but i'm being extra like polite to him just so that he doesn't get mad at me and not pass my car like pull something out and not you know pass my car on purpose so i'm like i'm putting up with it like you do not in not in an oh like i wasn't over smiley or friendly with him but i kind of was just like huh yeah and he kept like cracking weird jokes and like i don't know it was it was such an annoying thing then later i tweeted do i have social anxiety or is dealing with men excruciating and i like made a joke about the emissions test and the local uh reporter replied under that like oh they're getting rid of the emissions test so you're gonna have to find somewhere else to like flirt with potential partners which I was just like, when I read it, it's like, not the worst thing. I get that he's making a joke. I was just kind of like, <sighs> it's not knew flirting. How I'm much not it takes off of your flirting. life to deal with these people. Yeah. And I was like, it's not, I'm not flirting. And I get that you're making a joke, but like this guy just like, I, it's not a horrible interaction. I wasn't like traumatized by it, but it's one that like, it just kind of wears on you when you have those day after day, day in and day out. And um, I didn't say anything to him, but then um, the amazing Margaret Carmel, who's a reporter here who I just love, she like jumped in and later she described it as coming in like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> and she was like, this is not an appropriate response. <laughs> this is not flirting. This is sexual harassment. You need to know the difference. I mean, it was amazing. And then a couple other people under there kind of hassled him because he, he gave kind of a flippant apology, but then he did actually send me a, a apology after that. That was a lot more sincere. Um, but I was just kind of like, man, it's so funny. Cause you're like, you get sexually harassed. Then you're like, Hey people, I got sexually harassed. And man and is immediately it. like, I'm going to downplay that because yeah. it's funny to me because it doesn't happen to me. So it's funny. Yeah. And I no think it's idea. funny. And then like, it just was the whole thing. I was like, man, this is this is a little much. It was just a little much. I and think we're all just like so exhausted by it. Yeah. I mean, now you just it's just like previously, maybe 10 years ago, I would have just been like, OK, well, I'm just going to, you know, take this because that's what our culture conditioned me. I to don't do. think I even noticed now, it before. Yeah. yeah. Or, or or I exactly. did, but I just kind of went like, Ugh. this is how it is. This is how you have to live your life. And yeah. now I'm just like, just fucking give me a break. I, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I just want to get my emissions tested. Yeah. I don't need, 
uh, a whole weird uh, he yelled at me he yelled at me about being a democrat which we i in no way said anything about being a democrat um right. he like had a whole opinion about the legislature well, which is not democrat yeah but there you go it was so i was like i just want to live my life so then after that that reporter was like hey i'm sending uh, an apology but it didn't come up in, through my regular DM, so I had to check my message requests, which I hadn't done apparently in years. And um, I have not looked at my message requests. I didn't. I didn't even know my DMs were open actually. But I went and I was like scrolling, and I was like, "Wow, I have a lot of these." And at the bottom, there was a little button that said "Show," and I was like, "Oh, show me what?" And that's apparently where like Twitter puts all of the very offensive <laughs> message requests. And I opened it all dicks you cannot believe how many <laughs> penises men had sent me that i had never seen never even knew oh. were in there so was, if you're was, waiting for a response it's incoming <laughs> it's, it, was, it was almost kind of quaint. give her time there's quite a few there's so many i gotta dig through pick my fit Just my top 20 three. a day 20 a day <laughs> it was i actually in a way kind of quaint because i forgot men were doing that i actually I commented not even that long ago that I was like, yeah, I don't really get sexually harassed online anymore. And I thought that it was because I was getting older. And I was like, I guess because I'm like, I'm like aging out of that. No, I just didn't know how Twitter worked, apparently. But it's funny because I went through and I was looking at a few of them. Um, and like they are all really small penises because like we were talking about this before the podcast, but like because that's like the thing is like men will send their penis so that you specifically shame that they have a little penis which i'm not going to do for free so i just sent people back my venmo and was like if you want me to do this i'm happy to tell you that i hate your dick for seven hundred dollars that's gonna be the minimum for seven hundred dollars i will be so mean to you about your penis um because i'm getting them anyway right like why shouldn't i i'll do it for 650 650 <laughs> are you undercutting me I'm like, wow okay. what about a joint because session sure. oh my god a joint session listen for 850 this is a bargain this is a bargain for 850 both of us will make a video shaming your penis in honestly we're both really eloquent for oh, both yeah. people I can shame somebody yeah that's i would say i can do that we're writers better you know? than just like speaking extemporaneously oh yeah like, i will come up with something eviscerating i have i have some really cruel things i would love to say about some of these penises but i'm not gonna just like give it away you know i'm gonna obviously take the business opportunity and somebody sent me their venmo so i just requested 700 dollars, and they were like oh i didn't think you'd actually say i didn't think you'd actually like request it i was like where's my 700 dollars? We we're gonna have to use like paypal or something because my venmo doesn't work oh it was one of those um, where it like it got, I don't know. Too many dick pics? <laughs> Something happened <laughs> and I tried to resolve it because I was like, I had money in there and I could never get it out. And there was some problem, you know, fr on their end. And then they're like, they're like, there's no resolution to this. And so you're just going to have to use some other payment service. <laughs> forever forever <laughs> like i went back and forth with their their help and then it like Jeez. it ended with them saying like sorry there's nothing we can do i haven't heard that from a couple people who like 
like Venmo has like 2,500 of their dollars yeah. is just sitting there and they can't get it out. And Venmo's mine like, was like 40, sorry. but still like 40 yeah. bucks of yeah. my money. And they money. swear that there's nothing. They're like, we recommend you use one of uh, the other services. Like Try PayPal, PayPal bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> no, I was right, using well, Venmo then, because I hate PayPal. Yeah. But now I guess. I guess we'll get a cash app. Yeah. And um, that's where you can send us our penis shaming money. Or Yeah. But it was just, it was so funny. And then after I had tweeted that uh, people had sent me penises, immediately men are like, we're sending penises? And I got like six more. <laughs> and I was like, no, no. It wasn't like an invitation. I was. They start howling. Yeah, there's some kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's taking dicks. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know what's funny is like when I was a younger woman, because when I, like, I, I don't even know if it's an age thing, actually. I think just like when I first got on the internet and was starting to be a public person, when men would do that, it would kind of like gut punch me and make me feel bad. And now I was just like this. Oh, yep. Like I was just opening picture after picture like, uh-huh. Okay. Yep. All right. Okie doke. You know, like in no emotional response whatsoever. I was just like, yeah, these all look about the same. They're all white guy, very small, like any penises. So thanks for letting me into your world for a minute, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. That's just it's something that would never happen to me. Yeah, I mean, hey. Have you checked <laughs> like your DMs? Both- <laughs> have you checked your message? Maybe it's I'm already sure. happening. I'm positive there's none. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. You well, just inspire different things in different people. I do. I do. You know, actually, um, Sophie Hughes is a comic who, she's from here. We have a month, had a monthly show, have a monthly show. Uh, at Woodland. Actually, we have one coming up April 8th. If you're in town, come to Woodland. We have a, a hog spoiled coming up. Um, but we toured together and we did some dates up in Alaska and stuff. And she afterward, she was like, because she's trans and she's like six, three, six, two, I think. And she was like, I have never been with anybody who gets sexually clocked as much as you. She was like, it's so funny to walk around with you because she's like I'm used to in a crowd everybody's looking at me because I'm trans and I'm very clearly trans and she's like but when I'm with you men are she's like instead of looking at me men are like looking at you and I was like yeah I don't I don't think it's because I'm like super hot I think it's pheromones or something since I was like a teenager I get so much weird attention from men in a way that's like it's frustrating because other women will be like wow that's never happened to me and I'm like well that's awesome but it does happen to me and I'm not soliciting it you know like I'm not No, it for sure does I have the pheromone that says do you want to have a two-year relationship with me and then betray me in some completely (laughs) ghastly way it's a very right. different than just a 15 minute sexual harassment right. interaction. <laughs> yeah. Could we live together and then could I also have a second life? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's a, you're right. That's a very different. <laughs> Speaking of which, we had been talking about the, the, the uh, inaugural episode of this season. We had been talking about how uh, my undead ex reached or I reached out to him. Um, but then the weirdest thing was that I went into kind of the back end of my big book of bad dates, which I don't frequently do anymore because I don't, um, I haven't posted on there in forever. Yeah, and you're happy. Why would you? And I'm you happy. Know? Like yeah. I don't, I'm not going on any bad dates, and uh, I've rehashed my relationships over and over for decades. So I, but I went in there because it's still, you know, it's still active blog, and I was looking at my analytics, and I was like. 
uh, you can see what people have read and you can see when they've read it and you can also see where those people live. Mm-hmm. So it goes down, like it goes to the city level, the oh, state yeah. level, yeah. the country and everything. And I, um, re- I realized that somebody in Poland um, was reading, had clicked on the Ken posts, which are the the guy who tried to kill me mm-hmm. in Tucson, the guy that I lived with, the the military guy. And I was like, why would somebody be reading all these Ken posts in Poland? Like those are so long ago. It's not yeah. like you would just discover them or like come upon them. Yeah. So I just like sort of was baffled by this. And then I thought, I thought, huh, I wonder if he's in Poland. And so I looked on his wife's Facebook, who I don't follow her, but I know what her name is. And they live in Poland. So he is keeping tabs on old posts, just reading about the good old days. Yeah, from like, Remember when what, I had a double life and I tried to murder something? you? Yeah. Like he had recently, within wow. a couple of weeks. That to me means he listens to the podcast, heard us talking about the book of bad dates, was like, I'm going to go see if I'm in that. And was like, yep, yep, I am. I am. A whole section. No, he knows he was in the big book of bad dates, for sure. Because he told me after it all blew over. Like, I mean, he knew about it from the get-go. Yeah, okay. Um, And he was one of the few people that I actually... I think he was the only person that I ever actually named. And that was because I... Uh, didn't want what happened to me to happen to somebody sure, else. It yeah, was a warning. Reasonable. Yeah. And I did actually have two women reach out to me and say, um, after, you know, six months, eight months of him and I being broken up, that they had dated him and that they had loaned him money. Oh my God. And they were like, I found your blog. Cause of course they Googled him. And eventually I think I took his, his full name off, but yeah, Motherfucker is still, still following tabs me on after you. all this time. He's still married. He in. lives in a different country. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for watching me. You know, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah. you see, you never escape these people. They're just always there They're lurking always in the background. Lurking. Yep. Yep. So. Oof. Um, you told me to remind you... Um, platters you said you had some, oh. you have a big platter bit you want to do you have something i don't have a big platter bit i'm trying to say, think of what would to talk about and i had written platters because i don't have any platters do you know what, like a platter like a, like plate, a big plate a big and uh dave was building this new cabinet cabinet and it's like really high up and it's got these big kind of vertical spaces and i'm like what would i put in there he's like well don't you have any platters you you <laughs> jocelyn you do not have any like, you know platters? What? this is the difference between generations once again because i can't even tell you how many platters my parents have mm-hmm. they have hundreds of platters if you need a platter like of a different style for a certain holiday, for yeah. a certain kind of food. They have like a very specific turkey platter. They have fish platters. <laughs> I, was like, I am astounded that you don't own a platter. Yeah. I feel like how my- How many do you have? Look how baffled <laughs> Alex is. <laughs> so asking, who do you know that has platters? <laughs> yeah, and if you're we if like, uh, who absolutely, your life is at stake. <laughs> you get shot in the face if you're wrong. Who has a platter? I'd be like, Jocelyn Robertson. <laughs> Oh, thank God. I say, we'd be done. We'd be dead. It'd be done. I'm shocked. Who are you? You're a mystery. Well, I don't. I I mean, I would love. Don't get me wrong. I would love a platter for (laughs) sure. 
But I just feel like there was a time and a place where people were like accumulating platters sure. and uh, they, they're just not as readily available as they yeah. used to be. I had a bunch of really nice platters that... Um, Did you get them for your wedding or something? No, um, I, a couple of them I inherited and um, some of the other ones I had bought for par- specifically for some parties, like they were on sale at Target and I was like, oh, these are cute. These will be great. But I, my ex kept them. I lost them in the flood, as you oh. like to say. Um, yeah. And so I don't have I don't have any platters either. And it's I think actually my parents been an have been issue. like hoarding platters. You should do it. We, I think need, they have like family platters. Let's that... go over there with a box. <laughs> family platters. <laughs> I we made some platters. We did a, a class together, like a pottery class. And we made some platters and some cups. And then they were like, OK, we just have to fire these for you. And then you got to come back in and get them. That was a year ago. Never went and got them. You can have ours. Just swing by the pottery store. Well, I'm definitely now that I have a cabinet, going to be looking for some sweet. Yeah, platters. you need platters, but I I don't have any. I have trays. Okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the same. No, no, no. This is the most I've ever heard the word. I was just thinking. The more you say it, the more it doesn't sound like a real word. Platter. <laughs> Platter. Yeah, so aren't you glad we're talking about platters? Wait, but okay, you have trays, but you don't have platters. Those are the same thing, no, right? No, no, no. A plat, a platter is something that is like a ceramic, and um, has kind of a raised edge. Okay, and you would put like food um, directly on it. Okay. So I have baking trays, like cookie sheets, and then okay. I have okay. trays which are wooden. So like for that serving. I would, well, that that you would put like a stack of plates and or glasses okay. and carry something somewhere. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. They're very different. With, with little sometimes handles. Sometimes with yeah. handles or yeah. You're right. Very different. And I things. feel like it's th- like that's what if you go to TJ Maxx, there's tons of trays, but how many platters? I don't know. I. I'm genuinely shook right now. And I think feel like, oh, what's next? You're going to tell me you don't have a gravy terrine? Like, who are you? No, I don't have a gravy You don't do have, a gravy have a gravy terrine? No, we, I do have soup terrines. What? Soup terrines. Is that just a bowl? No, it's a bowl with a <laughs> lid. With a lid? So that it like. Yeah. And s- my story about soup terrines is that <laughs> when I was like in my early, early 20s and, you know, like moving apartments every six months, my grandma or uh, bought both all my sisters and I soup terrines with. So there's four individual bowls with lids. They have mm-hmm. like a pheasant lid, like a molded pheasant lid. OK. And then a larger bowl with a lid for like serving for serving. Wow, so useful. <laughs> so, and you know what she said to me? She was like, all my life I wanted soup terrines and I never got them. So I'm making sure you girls got soup terrines. <laughs> all I ever wanted was a soup terrine. And I was like, this is a really sad story. Like, ladies, if you want a soup terrine, get yourself. go get one. That's funny because now when Bodhi is living on his own, you're going to be like, get him a platter and be like, I only ever just wanted a platter. No one would get me a platter. It was platterless. That's amazing. I don't have a soup train. I don't have a gravy train, but it comes up pretty often when we're making and having gravy. Then I'm like, why don't we have a gravy train? So in what my family, are we? It, uh, gravy is a bad word. Why? My dad is a, you know, classically trained French chef. Oh. And he claims that gravy is what's in dog food. 
like gravy is like dog food is jelly. <laughs> that's gravy. But gravy is like delicious. Gravy train. So we only ever had sauce. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> I see. <laughs> and yeah. you plate sauce when you, um, you know, when you're plating your food. So you don't have gravy or sauce on the table. You have it. It's, uh, comes it's, it comes with the meal. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I serve it so in So I come cups. from a gravyless. Tell your dad household. I serve gravy when I like make mashed potatoes and gravy and uh, like chicken for the kids. I put it in teacups. Everybody That's gets cute. a teacup. An full. individual cup yeah. of yeah, you get a little gravy. cup of gravy. Of dog food gravy. Of dog food gravy. <laughs> I love gravy. I, I love make, sauce. And also, one of the like the the things I feel proudest about in my adult life is I make such a good gravy. Mm. I am so good at gravies. And sauces, I guess. I guess I'm good at sauces, but uh, whenever I make whenever I make gravy, I always feel like this is real adult shit. Yeah, you know this. You got your shit together if you can make a good gravy. It really is. If you can make a non lumpy mashed potato and and uh, a lumpless sauce. Yeah, I make really good mashed potatoes too. That's one of my one of my like. I mean, not I that think it's that hard. Comes with not that it's being hard. from Idaho too, because I can I can nail any kind of potato. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> like that's probably. I can make a fry that is the most delicious fry you've ever had. Ooh, or a, a really delightful a scallop, fry. like a Mormon oh, a, scallop yeah. potato. I'm pretty. I make yeah. a pretty good scallop. A Pumzana. What? <laughs> Binoche freeze Pumzana. What are you talking about over here? Tureens. <laughs> You're so fancy. no platters though. No platters. <laughs> no platters. The gravy thing is like the adulthood thing makes me think of uh, I've been thinking a lot about so okay the day I did the emissions test I also went and mailed my taxes and I had one of those like days where like a bunch of stuff that's been on your list you finally like bam 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 and everything that you've been procrastinating on takes you eight minutes yeah. and you're like why was I yeah, acting like was that taking, was yeah but I like I I hit everything like I did like fifteen things in a row and then when I got home later that day I was kind of like. Um, I was like reading or something and I was started feeling really guilty because I was like man I didn't really get anything done today like work-wise like because I didn't because I had like an adult errand day I didn't do any of the like you know job related work I needed to do so I started feeling really guilty about reading and I was like I didn't really do anything today like I just didn't get anything done and then I, I was like I'm so sick of living like that yeah. I'm so sick of living where I'll be like man I didn't get anything done today and that somehow is tied into whether or not I can enjoy the rest of my day and it made me think of uh i tweeted about it earlier but it got me thinking about um i dated this guy uh four or five four years ago three years ago and he was the laziest person i have ever met and like literally i would be like oh my god i'm such a you know piece of crap i didn't do anything i got nothing done today and then I would like be like, I only like, you know, drove the kids to school and made breakfast and then made lunch and, you know, did my taxes and went and got my missions test and blah, 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 blah. And then he'd be like, I ate a yogurt. Yeah. And that was it. And I'd be like, like for the whole day. And he's like, yeah, that was pretty much it. Like I just ate a yogurt and I'd be like, nothing, nothing else. You didn't do the dishes. You didn't go for a walk. Nope. Just ate a yogurt. And he only owned, um, yeah, well, he had a bunch of dishes, but he specifically would eat things that required no cleanup. Like he was the laziest, laziest person. Um, but it sort of, it really reset for me. Like he actually in a way was very good for me um, because he was like, I would be like, I didn't get anything done. And then he would be like, I don't know how you do it. Your day is crazy. Like you do so many things and like you're the busiest person I know. And it it reset everything for me where I was like, I'm actually a really busy person. Yeah. 
like you're very i really person. recommend hanging but out with someone truly lazy the um the lauding of the pr- productivity we've talked a lot about yeah and how it's really really dysfunctional it's so unhealthy and i do the same thing and you know like i'll be like okay i need to like structure my day so for this hour i do this for this yeah. hour i do this for this hour i do this because no matter how much i get done there's always something i'm like you know i really didn't do that though or i i wasn't working on that and i really need to get back to that and it's like i have just too many irons in the fire that always i'm dropping something and it's really a toxic impulse mm-hmm. for sure and i dated a guy actually i lived with a guy for quite a few years who was extremely lazy and he would allow me to give him three chores for the weekend three wow and i had to write them down and he could for instance unload the dishwasher wipe off the counters and mow the lawn and the lawn mowing was always on the list because that was his job and he was so lazy that he would only mow half the lawn in one <laughs> sitting. Yep. So like I was married to this. Yeah. Guy, so, so he would exactly. mow the front lawn <laughs> one weekend, and then the next weekend he would mow the back lawn. Yeah. And then like he could unload the dishwasher. Yeah. And then he was done. And was- I was like in a live-in relationship with this person, <laughs> like on the track to marriage. When I think about like what a sack of shit like we had this whole house like everything had to be done everything has to be done meals have to be cooked the laundry has to be done the flower beds have to be weeded and he would allow me allow me to give him three chores jesus and i was like okay you're right let's make a list yeah (laughs) yeah that's i mean (laughs) this guy i mean i don't know he like had set up his life specifically financially uh all everything so that he could be that lazy and worked part very part-time this is and was I'm just like this is gonna end up like I, yeah but <laughs> at the same time tendencies. like but like honestly kind of something to it because like before that you know i had always this feeling of like you gotta fill your day so because like as i've sort of realized like as a creative person that's one of the coolest things about being uh, a creative self-employed person like I don't know how anybody gets anything done with a nine to five job. Like I am this exhausted and I don't even work 40 hours a week. Like I, you know, I work, I make my own schedule and my job does tend to be kind of like feast and famine. Like I'll be really, really busy and then have nothing for a minute. But, um, it's a very, uh, are we okay? Okay. Um, but it's a very like, I don't know, just a funny, I like after I finished we finished that the second episode of the book of holy fuck and put it up and like that is so much work mm-hmm. like I was thinking about like like Fran Lebowitz mm-hmm. you know or like John Steinbeck or like so, like these people who like a hundred years ago I would be well off like I I would like write an essay and then like take a year off mm-hmm. you know like artist art, artistic people used to get paid for their work decently enough you could like live off well, of it well some did some did some yeah. did yeah some had family and then there's money. van gogh yeah, right. you know <laughs> <laughs> but like I just think like oh man I like I'll finish a huge project and then immediately feel like I have to start the next thing as mm-hmm. soon as possible instead of just being like well and everything has to be monetized I always yeah. think about that like what the luxury would be or like what would I actually do creatively if I wasn't also worried about that it had to at some point be monetized yeah like could I write this novel just to write the novel 
without having it in the back of my mind like well how am I going to sell this novel right you know yeah totally and I think that it would be an entirely different experience <laughs> of creativity and also feeling the guilt of like you know I did a bunch of dog drawings for Christmas which were um, amazing that I put into a card game and every single time I sat down for the two hours or four hours that it would take me to do one of those drawings and I would just be like so embarrassed that I was doing this thing that was so frivolously non uh financially related which is <laughs> like, so, which is like terrible i could those do are this so amazing. or i could do you know i could be doing some of my freelance work because i still work for two different businesses doing yeah. freelance work i work for my family business i have yes a nine to five job and there isn't a weekend that goes by where i'm like okay what are the other responsibilities that? I- so i'm gonna give you a, a little tip that i got from my dad the other day because uh, we had gone on this beach trip, which is a whole nother story. And I was like trying to find some common ground to talk to my dad about. Because as we all know, it'll, you know, just disintegrate into politics. And he did at one point bring up Hunter Biden. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, really? You're still holding on to Hunter Biden? Oh my God. Okay, dad. But I had asked him about... Um, some like real estate investment kind of a thing not that i'm going to invest in any real estate but just trying to make conversation and about the market and boise and blah 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 and so then uh we got back from the beach and a couple of days later he called me and he's like yeah so i just wanted to follow up with you about our conversation and and uh you know i wanted to 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 let you know that i think what you're really going to need to do is dave needs to get a really high paying job oh thanks okay (laughs) Wow, that is such good. He's right. My God. What? I, know, I was like, why didn't we think of this? Oh, I'm so dumb. Man, thank you so Dave much. Dave needs to get a, a real high paying job. Yeah. And then I was just like, if only I had thought of that five years Thanks, ago. Thanks, Dad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh, yeah. So I'm passing that along to you thank because you. I think yeah, Alex. What, you, what you need to do is that Alex needs to get a really right. high paying job. I don't know why I didn't think of that. And- <laughs> yeah, he does. He does need to get a really high paying job. If he wasn't so busy editing all of my shit, right. he could or do that. Or if he wasn't busy with everything else that he's doing. Like yeah. as if Dave is somehow not. Like Dave is. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Working and also what? What do you want Dave to do? <laughs> like like okay, what? Cool, what job what? is? What are you thinking? Investment broker? And we just is need that- to make a call or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have something lined up? Yeah. <laughs> exactly it's just like Genius. my 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 aunt the other day when we were talking about comedy was like have you thought about going to law school i don't have a bachelor's degree no i haven't i remember how i got pregnant and didn't ever go to school or finish school and i was like you know i haven't really thought about going to law school i haven't really thought about that and she was like i don't know i just think it's something to think about i was like yeah i'll put it in the chamber yeah but first get a really high paying job yeah i need to do that maybe you can wrap it up well um i it's too bad we i had a little weird break when we did because i think i was about done I don't have anything else. You got anything else? Any other I platters? I don't think so. Oh, I did want to do a pro tip because we have talked about our love for spicy things and chili crisps mm-hmm. and things. And um, I know that Alex has made chili crisp before. So and good. I 
was inspired by him and made my own. And then I blended it into cream cheese. Ooh. And let me tell you, there is no better topping oh for a bagel than chili crisp cream cheese. And I feel like maybe we should go into business making You this have just invented freaking delicious let's do it that's our merch that's yeah. what we're gonna sell from yeah. now on that yeah. sounds amazing honey and chili maybe we just need to go into spreads spreads <laughs> sauces spreads and gravies sauces. <laughs> 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 just so your dad is like get a high paying job <laughs> actually i'm sure he'd love the idea of us going in the spread business oh man <laughs> all i want to do is be in the spread business uh, all I want to do is just eat spreads. Yeah, so. that's all we would have. I mean, we'd have to taste test. So yeah, skate spreads. Skate, couple skate spreads. Couple skate spreads. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> oh man, why? Well, only though. I love it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, but, so if you have any chili crisp laying around and cream cheese, I'm going to be having that immediately. Do it. I've been super into. I, I don't know if it's like a neurodivergent thing or whatever, but like when I get on a food, that's all I eat. Yeah. That's the only thing I want. And then I eat too much of it. And then I'm like, I never want to eat that again. But the Winco jalapeno cheese bagels have been my thing recently. Mm. And that's all I can think about all the time is eating those bagels. And they're my favorite thing in the world. And I just feel like, I don't know. Do you think cream cheese yeah you think it'll go think, good on that i think it's gonna elevate it to the point where your head is literally gonna explode i can't wait my uh, acupuncturist told me that i probably need to avoid spicy foods because of that whole hot flash thing yeah and um you know she gave me a list of the cooling foods versus the spicy uh versus the heating foods and i was like i'm not, not gonna, gonna be it. able to do that yeah I can only, I just have to eat spicy food. I got the same talk from my acupuncturist. <laughs> he was like, he was like, you, your liver, you got to stop eating so many hot foods. And I was like, I'm not going to. But also, aren't hot foods good for you? I mean, uh, maybe not chili crisp cre cream cheese, but. Uh, I don't, I mean, I think so. I think they're supposed to be good for like your um, vascular system. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I'm so hot. Yeah. All the time now is because that's all I do is eat jalapenos. <laughs> I can't stop eating jalapenos. <laughs> Everything I eat now, I'm like, throw a couple jalapenos on that. I We just got Dave uh, planted our seeds and for our seed starts, oh, and good. I ordered um, Calabrian chilies, which is the Italian spicy Ooh, chili. Yeah, <sighs> whole nother level of delicious. I can't chilies. wait for the hot sauce that's going to come out of that. Yeah. Your hot sauce, everything you give me has a special spot in the fridge that no nobody is allowed to touch. It's mom's. I'm like, those are mom's hot sauces. Those are mom's pickles. Nobody's allowed to touch any of that. And I now we just next need to get spreads. you like a mini fridge for your broom. Oh, yeah. That would be very smart. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else. Um, if you want to come, if you're in Boise, you can come see... Uh, we're doing a hog spoiled at uh, Woodland Empire on April 8th. And then if you want to come to Montana... Or no, I'm sorry. I will be in Denver, but I can't say where. I'm trying to wink. I can't say where, uh, May, the first, last of April, first of May, and then I'll be in Boulder, and then I will be in Trinidad, Colorado, May 6th and 7th. Oh, I thought Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, in Tobago. <laughs> and then I'll be... Uh, in no, Bora Bora. No, Colorado. <laughs> Uh, and then June, Jeff Tate and I are doing a tour in Montana. I haven't gotten that fully booked yet, but it'll be Boise, uh, Montana, maybe Salt Lake. I don't know. I haven't quite figured it all out yet. But uh, anyway, that's it for me. That's, that's it for all me. I got. 
subscribe to the Patreon so we can just start our spread business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye. <laughs>